Once we decide that we want to start eating healthier or that we want to start making healthy changes or changes to our nutrition, one of the thoughts that sometimes comes up is that healthy eating is more expensive. I hear that often, just questions regarding, isn't it more expensive to eat healthier? How can I eat healthier when I'm on a budget? Nutritious food is so much more expensive than junk food. These are some of the ideas people have in their heads. And I want to do a little bit of work today to dispel that myth and then to give you a whole bunch of strategies from both myself and my mom, who is queen of the healthy eating bargain shopping. We wanna give you some tips and strategies going forward to make healthy eating feel affordable and therefore feel attainable. It isn't complicated and you can do it too. You can find ways to nourish yourself that fit within your budget. Hey there. Welcome to Be Well With Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Before we really get into this week's episode, I want to make sure that you know about the seven days of self-love challenge that is coming up so soon. This challenge is going to run from Instagram and email from Monday, February 7th through Sunday, February 13th. The 13th is National Self-Love Day, so I thought that was appropriate. But this is a seven days of self-love challenge that's very approachable, very friendly. It's going to have you find ways that um, support your self-care, that treat yourself with love, that change some things about the way we talk to ourselves or the expectations we put on ourselves. And we're going to do it all through Instagram and email. It will be a combination of email posts and um Instagram posts and check-ins of Instagram lives that I'm going to go live every day during this seven-day challenge and talk to you a little bit about the self-love topic of the day and then some email follow-up and an opportunity for us to engage in an actual conversation that is not always on social media. So I'm really excited for you to join me for this. We did it last year. If Some of you were around in Instagram then, but it's going to be a little bit bigger this year, including the live videos. And I'm um, you know, really excited to have more people join us for this opportunity to just connect with ourselves, to find ways to care for ourselves and to show ourselves love, which I think we could all probably do a little bit more of. You can join us by going to bewellwithsteph.com slash self-love challenge. That's bewellwithsteph.com slash self-love challenge. You can also find the link in Instagram bio and also in the show notes here to sign up and be ready to join us. There are definitely a few ways that healthy eating could be more expensive, and that's probably why people think that. So I want to talk about those and get them out of the way first. One of those is that marketed health foods are more expensive. So something you are buying that is 
a protein bar, high protein product, low fat this, um, part of a diet program, anything that's in the form of a shake or a supplement or anything that is portion controlled or portion packaged or marketed as a specific vegan or gluten-free or keto product, anything that falls in that health marketing category is going to be more expensive because they want for you to be paying for your health, right? That healthy label attracts you in and you're like, yes, I'm willing to spend money and invest on my health. That's a marketing thing. That's not really a health food and that's not what we're talking about today. So if we're buying a lot of health foods, um, and by health foods, again, I mean packaged, marketed, health-related, health diet-related foods, that could add up super quickly. Another way is if um, you're buying a lot of food substitutes. So to eat a vegan diet that is a more whole foods diet, which is what we're going to talk about in a little bit, um, is very inexpensive. To eat a vegan diet that relies heavily on minimally or highly processed food and meat type substitutes, vegan cheese, um, vegan meats or meat alternatives, those sorts of things that will add up very, very quickly. You know, specialty products of any kind are always more expensive. Um, so that could contribute to that as well. The other thing, the last thing that can make healthy eating feel expensive is if you feel that you have to buy mass quantities of produce especially mass quantities of organic produce. There could be potential benefits to eating more organic produce than non-organic. Um, it's more important to be eating produce and vegetables on a regular basis, regardless of what kind it is. So if you have this idea in your head that in order to eat healthy fruits and vegetables, they have to be organic, yes, then that feels like a pricey endeavor. We're gonna look at instead of buying marketed health foods, organic produce. We're gonna look at other ways that we can be healthier in our diet and improve our nutrition that are super duper affordable. Here's a list that again, my mom and I brainstormed in no particular order of ways that may help you reduce your grocery costs and be able to buy more nutritious food. The first thing, don't shop hungry. Don't go to the grocery store when you are starving and everything looks great and you just want to be in and out quickly and get to eating the food. Go shopping after you've eaten a meal and you can make logical choices. When you get to the grocery store, make sure you have a list. You're shopping off a list and then sticking to the list. I have been using Instacart for a while over the last couple of years and I've recently started to go into grocery stores more Oh my goodness, I didn't realize that on Instacart, I was simply adding my regular items or my list to the shopping cart being done and calling it a day. Whereas when I go into the grocery store, I'm browsing, I'm checking out new products, things are catching my eye I haven't thought about. And while that can be fun and a good way to increase variety in what you eat, it's definitely also a good way to run up your grocery bill or to end up buying fleece-lined Crocs that they have at the grocery store that is an accident, but that's different. So make a list, stick to the list. If you're interested in what's usually the types of things that are on my standard shopping list, I have a grocery shopping guide. I'll link it in the show notes, but it's also bewellwithstuff.com slash um, grocery guide. So you can go there and get for free, you know, a list of things to be scouting out in the grocery store that are in the whole food plant-based sort of family. Um, super Things that are like super nutrient dense, but make the list, stick to the list, eat before you go, and then you're going in with a plan, right? 
Okay, once you get to the grocery store, we're going to focus on produce for a minute. If fresh produce is in season where you are, it's more cost effective to buy it. You can buy produce that's in season. You can buy it from um, local farmers markets or from farm shares, things like that. But if you are like we are and it is, you know, buffalo in the middle of winter, there's not a whole lot that's in season right now. This is when I tend to rely more heavily on frozen produce, frozen fruits and frozen vegetables. I buy frozen fruit year round just because I know that berries are going to stay fresh. They're expensive to buy um, fresh and the berries will last longer in the freezer. And mostly I use them in things like smoothies or oatmeal. So unless they are on sale, I buy them frozen. I buy most of my produce frozen. It doesn't go bad. It saves on waste. Um, It's there when you need it. And it's usually relatively cheaper to do that. So I buy frozen and then I only buy fresh what I need and what I know there's going to be a plan for and what I'm going to use. So leafy greens of some kind always make that list because I try to incorporate salads and and other things with leafy greens on a regular basis. So I have access to those nutrients Um, and those obviously I'm buying fresh. And then a handful of other things that I have a plan for for the week. So taking um, a minute to think ahead to what your next you know, week is going to look like or a few days are going to look like and where will you have time to use produce or cook produce? Where will you have time to prepare it? How is it going to be used? And if you can't answer those questions going ahead a few days, that's okay. Buy frozen stuff instead. Then it's not going to go bad and you know that you'll have it on hand. I also like to pick up produce from, um, I've been talking a little on Instagram, from Flash Food. I know that's not an option everywhere. Flash Food is um, an option to order food that is close to its expiration through the app at whatever your local participating grocery stores are, and then just go in and pick it up from the case. So they have been putting together at my local Topps Market um, mixed produce boxes of produce that is close to needing to be used. But if you can get a big box of produce for a few dollars and bring it home at a time where you have half an hour or an hour to cut stuff or freeze it or cook it real quick, it is such a cost-effective way to get a ton of fresh food into your house. Misfit Markets is another thing that's kind of um, similar to that that is a national program, but um, I love the option of being able to grab something fresh at a low cost and knows that I'm also reducing food waste, which is a really cool like secondary mission to all of this, right? So that's um, a, a good strategy if it's available and accessible to you. Along with that produce idea, I wanna just mention again that it's okay to buy non-organic produce. If you look and one thing is um, $3 and the organic version is $5 and you make that choice over and over and over again, then your produce cost is really going to add up. My preference most of the time is to buy non-organic and to wash thoroughly is really, really my preference. And we can have more of a conversation surrounding organic versus non-organic produce at some point. If that's a conversation people are interested in, shoot me a message and let me know because that's another topic that comes up quite often. So we're in the grocery store. We're well fed. We've got our list and we're sticking to it. We're making really smart produce choices. We're maybe checking out discount produce. You can check out discount other things too. Most grocery stores have a clearance type section. They have a section where you could find um, bread products or 
grains or beans or canned goods that, again, might be near their, nearing their shelf life, nearing their date, um, but that are still good. They couldn't sell them if they're not good, guys. So you can still go to that section and find things for a fraction of the cost hunt it down in your grocery store and find some ways to save a few dollars here or there, right? We're saving a few dollars here or there over time by doing all of these little things. But it, just like everything in our healthy habits journey, doing all of these little things that save money add up to a tremendous amount of savings. Just like it's okay to buy clearancy type grocery items, it's also okay to buy generic grocery items. We do not need to be grocery store snobs around here, okay? We can buy the grocery store brand that is a little bit less. I have bought groceries at the dollar store. They have dry goods or canned goods that are perfectly fine. There's no reason to not purchase them. Um, you can go to different grocery stores and kind of price shop around and purchase items from the store that has the best price. So maybe you over time this year become a little strategic about your grocery shopping. I know that there are some products that I get at Aldi because they're the best price. I know there are some things like frozen vegetables that really Wegmans family size bags is the best price. So it's okay to do a little bit of shopping around to be strategic to shop where there is a sale, to check your list and check your sales. My mom would say to also check your coupons because coupons can be great, but coupons are only great if you already buy that thing and you are having a savings. Sometimes a coupon can lure you in by saying, oh yeah, we do wanna try that and look, it'll be a little cheaper now. When in reality, that's not something you would have purchased before. And coupons are usually for more highly processed stuff anyway. So maybe, maybe they're helpful to you, maybe they're not, but you can be smart about the way that you utilize sales and the way that you utilize coupons. So let me checking out this list. That's kind of all of the, a lot of the um, shopping type things. One of my biggest pieces of advice for keeping yourself budget friendly is to do a really good assessment of what you already have in the house, in your refrigerator, and in your pantry before you make a shopping list and go to the store. I've been in that situation where I'm like, yeah, I think I need black beans. I'll put them on the list and I get home and there's already two or three cans in the cupboard. Or I think I need pasta or I think we need frozen broccoli. And not realizing that that was probably something we didn't actually have to purchase that week. It's all stuff that adds up. Maybe you have something in the back of your cupboard that you've forgotten about that you can utilize for a new meal this week. Same with leftovers when you're taking an assessment of your refrigerator. Maybe you can find, you know, a small container of leftover chili in your refrigerator that you can add a little bit of rice and another vegetable to and stretch it into kind of like recreate it into another meal that's also going to save you money. So we can um, assess our refrigerator and pantry before we go, make all these smart decisions as we're shopping, like making a list, buying in season, buying frozen, checking for sale racks, um, using sales and shopping around, doing all these things. And then there's my mom's last tip of the quick assessment of your cart before you check out. Because maybe something caught your eye. Maybe you didn't realize that someone else put something in the cart. Maybe um, 
you look it over and you're like, wow, I'm really heavy in like this one area or type of food. I don't need it all at one time. You can always put stuff back. So you can do a, a shopping experience and then do your quick assessment. What do I really need this week and what's going to make sense? I will say purchasing whole plant foods is much less expensive than what people usually realize because they have the idea in their head that healthy eating is more expensive. But I've done some breaking it down over the past um, couple days, and um, my mom did some breaking it down over the past couple days, and we both feel really confident that we are able to feed a person, so me, her, my dad, a person, um, a a whole, mostly whole food, not 100%, but a mostly whole food, plant-based diet, for between six and nine dollars a day. Six, between six and nine dollars a day is like the cost of one smoothie bowl out. It is the cost of one trip to Chipotle. So we're able to eat really nourishing. And if you follow my mom on Instagram or myself, um, really nourishing food. We're not skimping out around here. These are not portion controlled diets. In fact, if you buy pre-portioned snack type foods or things that feel like health foods or pre-cut vegetables and all of that, your bill is going to go way up. If you are buying mostly whole foods, plus a few fun additions and some tasty sauces and condiments that are going to build you balanced, nourished meals, nourishing meals, your bill's going to be lower than you expect. And I have seen this time and time again with friends or clients that I have gone to the grocery store with and done kind of a guided shopping trip with who get to the checkout and they're like, I I can't believe that this is all my bill is. Where there's a cart brimming with food, I can't believe that this is what the cost is relative to what I used to buy or usually buy. And I think it's the same idea as... um, the idea of abundance eating or eating in volume that we sometimes talk about. We have this idea that things need to be portion controlled, restricted in order to be healthy, when in reality, we can eat in abundance and eat in volume when we're eating the right stuff, right? Same idea with grocery shopping. We don't need to be, um, we're not healthier by eating less, we're healthier by eating better. We are not healthier by gross or more budget friendly by grocery shopping less. We are more budget friendly by grocery shopping better, regardless of what type of diet you eat or what your eating patterns are like. So I hope that this episode was helpful to you in finding some ways that you can feel confident in healthy grocery shopping, in finding ways to make your healthy eating or your nutritious goals for this year feel attainable by making them feel budget friendly. Don't forget to grab that shopping guide, bewellwithstuff.com slash grocery guide. And definitely don't forget to sign up for the seven days of self-love challenge that will be coming up on the 7th. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Stuff, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to bewellwithstuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. 
I'm Be Well With Steph everywhere you like to hang out on social media. So come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.